0: Music
1: Hey, what is going on everyone? And welcome to another episode of the Search Cast season three, episode 10, presented by Primox Hockey and DraftKings, and we are a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Zach Martin.
2: I'm Cat Hunter.
1: And if you're on the YouTube version, whenever this drops, Bailey, um, you see we have our guests down below us. Um but of course, speaking of Bailey, real quick, she wasn't able to record tonight. She is feeling under the weather. So she But not guess be who's here.
2: back? Yeah, Everyone our... has so missed me. So Bailey was like, you know what? I'll let you, I'll let you have tonight, and she gets the night off.
1: <laughs> sure, we'll go with that, even though Bailey's sick. But hope you feel better, Bailey. Um Kat, yes, finally welcome back after you know joining New Network you missed the first two episodes. So Course,
2: why
1: I'm sorry, not? <laughs> I had to take a chance. <laughs> that's all good, but yes, yeah, so we do have a guest with us tonight. We are very excited to have our first Hurricanes THPN collab. He is one half of the Kaniac sessions. Um, if you haven't checked out their podcast, please do. Of course, we're gonna let him just talk about how great his show is. We got AB, AB, how are you doing tonight, brother?
0: Doing all right, thanks for having me, guys.
1: Yeah, of course, yeah, I know. I've, I've been listening to you guys for the, you know, for your first five episodes, really great stuff. But for those who might not know about your guys' podcast, like what got you into jumping into the podcast game and then just your journey? Because I know you guys are like five episodes in, but like, what's it like been so far just doing all this and being part of the, you know, the Hockey Podcast Network and all that good stuff?
0: Yeah, so it's been a lot of fun. You know, I had toyed with the idea to get into podcasting and never really, you know, had uh, the equipment or the setup to do so. And finally, uh, during this off season, I actually messaged Zach and I said, Hey, you know, we're trying to start a podcast, you know, like what do y'all use to record? And, you know, he sent me uh, everything. So pretty much he was the one who helped kickstart our podcast. Um, But uh, we, Griff and I, we both sit in the same section in PNC and we kind of just toyed with ID and he said he was in and, you know, uh, we started recording and, you know, five sessions in later coming up on six, you know, we're having a lot of fun. And then we got a great opportunity from uh, the hockey podcast network. um, And we've just been enjoying it so far and we can't wait for, uh, to bring everybody more content and to do more collaborations like this.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, it was very exciting. Yeah, I know you reached like we wanted to start getting the collabs going. I'm like, of course, why not? I mean, that's what we're here for. Talk about the kids and and do all that.
2: Did you guys meet? Do you guys know each other or did you meet because you were sitting in the same section?
0: So we actually met on opening night last year. Um, So uh, I had just gotten season tickets for my 21st uh, and he was sitting right behind me and then we just started talking and back and forth and yeah i mean that's pretty much how it uh all started.
2: Oh. <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm the lone female in here tonight, but that is a that's cute. That's so fun that you got to make friends that way and then now you guys are doing a podcast together. So that's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not like us <laughs> where it's like, oh yeah, hey, we just became co-hosts and friends just because. Hey, you want to come on the podcast and talk about the hurricane? Sure, why not? <laughs> so I don't know
2: their their meat their meat cute is is more fun than our story.
1: <laughs> they're meat cute. <laughs> oh man. <dude. laughs> Oh my goodness! But
2: <laughs> you've missed me, Zach. You're welcome. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. It's it's not been the same without you, cat. But now it's um, yeah. So luckily for us, dude, we were like going into this week, going, all right. We kind of talked about everything last week. It's been kind of slow, and the Hurricanes like, now nah, we got you guys. We'll drop some PTO signings and all this other stuff, and then,
2: and a little uh, bit of drama.
1: A little bit of drama uh, between AHL, NHL fans, and people are choosing sides, and it's just like, it's a whole thing, so we're definitely going to go over that tonight, which is...
2: I almost feel a- like we need a sound effect, so like, for anyone that watches reality TV show, or watches reality TV show, because there's significant other watches reality TV show... Like, where they have, like, previously on. I almost feel like we need to have a sound effect that says that for any drama that occurs. Just be a
0: siren. With the there, just should be a siren. Yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> warning.
1: <for sure. laughs> yeah, just warning, you know, drama's about ready to go down or something like that. But, yeah, it's absolutely crazy. And then we, um, so, and also the Elite Prospects actually did their, um, they did some skill grades for the top 100 um affiliated skaters within the organizations and there's actually some canes there so we're going to talk about that a little bit too because it's 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 very interesting to see how you look at your prospects compared to the other prospects across you know the whole you know the nhl and organizations and stuff like that in fact you've got a couple canes in the top 100 shows that the hurricanes know what they're doing in terms of getting prospects so we're actually going to start with all the pto stuff get that out of the way because it's you know, more canes focused and all that good stuff. So I think it was the twenty eighth was that the canes signed um two guys actually. It was Corey Cottacker and Brandon Perlini. So yes, no defense this time. All forwards. Shocking. <laughs> yeah. I, I I know everyone was alone all the see, defense. I already
2: saw the, the Leafs sign some defense. Defenseman, and I just I didn't fully read the notification, and I just had a moment of like, why did we sign more? I
0: saw that but, tweet. I saw that tweet.
2: It just I felt like I was like I feel like I PDSD. Like why why do we need more?
1: But wait, there's more. It's <laughs> well, like we'll talk about why they're like the Hurricanes are getting all these PTOS and why are they signing all these guys. But in terms of uh or is actually 33. Um, he's like, he's going for, he's trying to join an NHL team this year, but he's actually going into his 13th season, um, which is funny. Oh. But if you look at, so most of his career has been in the AHL 340 points in 371 games. He actually won the MVP in the AHL. Um, when the, he won the Calder cup back in 2012, which is funny because the team he did it with was the Norfolk admirals <laughs> before they went to the ECHL. So he does have an MVP award. Um, and then Brandon Perlini is actually an interesting guy as well because he's 27, but he, he uh, played 26 games with the Wolves last year for the 22-23 season, um, and he's actually played in 262 NHL games, and he's had stints with Chicago, Detroit, and Edmonton between 2018 and 2020. So, I mean, you've got guys, you've got a couple forwards who have seen some NHL action also, some AHL, but has have won some awards and championships. I mean, it's is interesting signings, mainly depth. I, I'm curious to see if they're ever gonna if they're gonna crack a roster too. But
2: so we've got we've got. I don't know how to say his name very well. Bo Bolu, Bo Lu Bo How do
1: you? Oh, mm. <laughs> uh, <He>, yeah.
2: There, <laughs> it's but like the beginning of it's Bo.
1: Yeah, Bo Yeah
2: o is that how you say it
1: yes mm-hmm. I didn't know if
2: it was Leo or if it was like like I do I don't know anyway so we have him we have uh the two you mentioned and then they also just did another one
1: yes yeah, so to, uh, so yep so today they actually just uh got a professional trial with Nick Shore who's 30 mm-hmm. but he's played the last five seasons overseas um he has played 299 NHL games and he's had stints with la Ottawa Montreal Toronto and Winnipeg um, and funny enough, he actually won a championship while playing in Switzerland in 2021, also played in the KHL, and then he split time last year with Switzerland and Sweden. And funny enough, his older brother, Drew Short, actually played with the Hurricanes for four games during 2020-2021. So once again, more connections with former guys who've been here. You know, we got Andre Kosh's brother, and now we got, you know... Drew's brother now is part of a PTO deal, so a little bit more connections that way. But and the thing is, so um, and Walt brings up a great point with this. So, the so he says in the article that they actually talked about Drew Shore or not Drew Nick. Crap, yeah, Nick. Sorry, my brain's been <laughs> all off today. Um, so they're expected to sign one more guy to a PTO deal. Um, around mid-September. And that's because the team needs a minimum of 40 healthy bodies for their preseason doubleheader on Mm, the 20th. Sorry.
2: The doubleheader is so dumb to me. I don't. Yeah. I thought I I had seen, like, progress because I had seen, like, actual, like, changes in time and some of the scheduling. Like, maybe not everything all lined up at 7 o'clock. And then I saw this and I was like, really? Is this the best we could do? But
1: yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, we're going to need some
2: it, extra bodies and we're going to need to clone Brenda Moore for a game, but it's
1: fine. <laughs> yeah, well, because I think for the fact is they're trying to, because I know Walt also said too in the past that like they're trying to make sure that all the star mm-hmm. guys have to play and also make sure they got some, you know, bodies and stuff like that. So mainly a lot of it is just making and sure we're the minimum number of guys.
2: Remember, um, the Baldfather was a PTO last season, so... And, I mean, and Calvin DeHaan, that. too. Yeah, you get some good uh, fourth-line bodies that come in there, So and, yeah. and for cheaper, so yeah. it's not terrible. Um, I just know a lot of people are trying to figure out if we're doing anything <laughs> else up top. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, think, but, I
0: think with Derek step-on, we knew that we were going to sign him, um, and... A lot of these guys are just there to fill bodies, but the one person that I could see possibly signing a contract is Perlini. I mean, he's a former Mm -hmm. first-round pick. He's got upside. I mean, he's quick. I mean, I've seen him play. Uh, It's just been unfortunate the past couple of seasons that he's bounced around a little bit. But, yeah, like Kat said, I don't agree with the doubleheader, especially in the preseason. I think that's a little, you know, pushing it.
1: It, um, it's, it's Also,
0: very,
2: it's what are very the chan- what are the chances that a hurricane will be? I mean, we're in Florida; it happens every year. So, like, what are the chances a hurricane will come that day? it's Pretty high.
1: Yeah, it yeah, it's it's very interesting. I mean, Ab, I mean, you're right. It's just they're looking at bodies. It's double. It's a double header thing. And I can see probably probably you know, making a case for himself. I mean, even Nick Shore too. I mean, yeah, who knows? Absolutely. I mean, he, you know, he's young. You know, you get him a. You can easily get this guy on a two way deal if you really wanted to, just to be able to have him, him in the organization and stuff like that. You said Perlini last year. I mean, he—I know at one point he bounced around from Chicago to Rockford in like the same season last year. It's like, it's like, hey, at least you have to go very far. All you have to do is go from Rosemont straight down to Rockford, so at least your drive's only a couple hours to, <laughs> to go there. But I don't know. I'm mean, like you said, it's it's bodies. They're just trying to hit a quota for the NHL because they have to have that many guys ready to go. I think it has to be like 40 something. Is it 40 something? 40. Yeah, They need 40 healthy bodies for both <laughs> total to make sure that everyone's good to go. And of course, you know, with some of the guys are already going back over to Europe. They're already going to be there for the, you know, when preseason starts up and stuff like that. And of course, other certain guys have to be eligible and this whole other thing. So it's just they're the hurricanes are just trying to grab bodies and everyone's like freaking out. Like, oh, are these guys going to make the team? <laughs> no. No, they just they just need guys there because it's that double. If we didn't have that double header, you wouldn't be seeing all these PTO signings. So it's just mm-hmm.
2: Also if even if they do make the team it's not gonna be it probably won't be for a lot of money. So it's not like it's a win-win either way. Like it's not gonna hurt us to have these guys on the team. No, They're I mean our fourth line grinders probably.
0: No, right? I mean our cap is gone. I mean, the only one that's not a grinder is Perlini, but uh Nick Shore, I mean, I've seen him play, and he's mm-hmm. physical. He's yeah, and uh, the same about the first guy you said. I've seen him multiple times get un- under people's skin, and oh yeah,
1: Connor, yeah, Connor could definitely do mm-hmm. that. So I mean, our cap is pretty. I think we're pretty close to the cap ceiling. I'm not, I'm not, I don't we're have in the player, hundred
0: thousands know. or something. something yeah, like that. It, we're yes. under a million. I know that.
1: Yeah, so like you're like even league minimum, you're still kind of like you got one contract essentially if you Mm -hmm. want to hit hit league men. And I think that's like somewhere in the eighties. So Mm -hmm. you're not really looking at a contract where you're like, okay, we can sign this guy, this guy, and this guy. It's like, you see, you might see a lot of two ways where it's like, okay, most of your cap is going to go to the AHL Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So that's just kind of where they're looking at right now. So for those speaking
2: (laughs) of the AHL,
1: Oh gosh. (laughs) Here we go. yeah. Here we go. yeah. Sound
2: the siren, A.B.
1: Sound the siren. So, Tony Andorakus, or Tony Andorak on Twitter, um, he writes for the Inside AHL Hockey, which, to be honest, I've never heard of this, like, (laughs) site until just recently. So, who really knows? I guess they're part of the rink. I'm not sure because it's very interesting. So they talked about, so it was during the 2022 Collar Cup finals for the Wolves when they actually won it. So basically the tweet that Tony puts out was that Caroline threatened to fire then head coach Ryan Vorzovsky during the 2022 Caller Cup finals. If he continued playing Alex Lyon over Piotr Kachekov. And of course this was an exclusive interview with GM Wendell Young and it's very interesting how it comes about because in the article, Tony actually t- like they t- they talk about what actually happens and stuff like that. But he asked like later on in the article, you see he's like, Oh, I didn't really reach out to Carolina. So it's kind pretty of much, what-
2: pretty much. It was a one-sided article. Like he got, he got
1: mm-hmm. it's an
2: article about what happened between two organizations and you only get the information from one organization. So like, you don't have to be, well versed in journalism to know that the story is going to be a little skewed because you don't have both sides right? Um, exactly
1: so yeah it, it's, very, it's very mouthpiece for one side of the argument compared to the other and then he does tweet later on like he did did a, an updated tweet and basically Caroline is like we're not going to comment on that right now so it's like okay so so you, you write the article and you post it out and then you're going to ask Kane's PR later hey can I get it and then they're like no
2: because, because, and I and I don't even know, you know, if he had reached out to them before, if they would have commented on it or not. Because Probably it's not. not, Carolina doesn't have anything to save face for on this. If anything, this article is trying to, because nobody, everyone was wondering why in the heck the Wolves did what they did. Like, what sense does it make for them to go independent? Like, it doesn't make sense to anyone. Um, and it's this article kind of reads and kind of comes off as them trying to save face and being like, well, we did this because of this reason it was, we got pressure by the canes, all of this. And it's kind of like, and as you can read from comments on it and everyone is like, what did Carolina do wrong? Like they, I mean, the AHL is a developmental league. Like, yes, like you want to win the color Cup, You want to, you want to win. It's still a really big deal. Like all of that, but it is a developmental league for players that want to go into the NHL. So, with the Canes pretty much feeding players into that team and being on that team, they want to see those players work together, develop so that they can pull them up. They want to see certain ones play, things like that. And so for them to kind of like dictate what their players do on the team, I mean, it kind of makes sense. And I I, I just don't understand the Wolves side of it as much because, I mean, it's just pretty much, I mean, to summarize it in my perspective, it's that the Wolves were like, well, we want to do things our way. We don't want to listen. We don't want like a big brother NHL team telling us how we can play, what players we can do, like stuff like that. But it's also like, that's what the AHL is. And it's a, it's a partnership. I mean, you can't go independent, but you're also not going to be using the same players that you had before. And you're just going to have to, that's, it's going to be a whole different scenario. So,
1: yeah. I mean, AB, what are your thoughts on the, on the whole thing?
0: No, I mean, uh, looking at the article and uh, hearing, hearing about it, I mean, it's obviously one sided. Uh, but I read in the article that apparently lineups had to go through Carolina. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, we got other stuff to worry about, we got our main roster lineup that we have to worry about. And yeah. you know, uh, these AHL teams, they aren't. The organization is not just going to sign veterans and just say, okay, well, here's, here's your money. You can play hockey, uh, but you're also representing the Hurricanes. I mean, the AHL is meant for development. Those are why your uh, draft picks, your top prospects are there because they're playing on a two-way deal. So if something happens to one of the main roster guys, they can go up to the main roster. But and then they can be sent back down when they're healthy. Uh, I think it may. The article may have to do with bad blood, mm-hmm. um, because I because re- I remember the um, coach who won uh, the Calder Cup with him. He just went to uh, San Jose mm-hmm. as an assistant.
1: Yeah, exactly, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, and so I think that there's a little bad blood there, not from the Hurricanes, but from Chicago specifically.
1: Yeah, one, yeah, Jim Wendell Young and all those guys. Yeah, I think this is going to
0: hurt Chicago in the long run, and it's just it's not a good look for the AHL, and it's not a good look for uh, well, Chicago I, yeah. Wolves.
2: Well, they kind yeah. of they kind of have a habit of it. Like looking back at like their previous seasons. And just the teams that they've been with and kind of not sticking with team. Like, it kind of looks like, you know, after a while, like, it doesn't look like it's the NHL team's fault. It looks like it's the problem is sitting with them.
1: Right, it's a, yeah. It's a mm-hmm.
2: pattern. And, I mean, from, you know, it's obviously it's part of the article, but it's also with the fate of the, you know, post, um, saying that Carolina threatened to fire the then head coach during mm-hmm. the Calder Cup finals if he continued to play Lion over Piotr. It's, I don't think, on a day-to-day, I don't think it's going to be, I don't think Carolina was probably like, I would understand in that moment because they had Kiotr down there, they needed him to be playing and they needed him to be getting that experience because we were calling him up whenever we could. So we cannot have him sitting on the bench. And if we called him up, that was Lion's chance to shine. So I can see the Carolina side of that of being like, not that they always have to dictate what's going on, but at that moment it was like, no, we need him on the ice because he's going to be one of the ones that's immediately being called up and we can't have him sitting because if he's sitting there, he might as well be sitting up here with us. Like yeah, the point is for him to be playing. So I I can see why they would probably push that a lot more. I'm not saying, I don't think they were saying, you know, some of the other ones like, oh, you have to have so-and-so and so-and-so. I think moments like that were very particular but I, again, like you said, I don't think we were, you know, Carolina was so nitpicky, like that they had to make sure every single name was like this one here, this one here, but like things like that, that's a certain situation that Carolina really did need to have them playing a certain way.
1: Yeah. And but, I mean, yeah. 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 Well, for me, you know, you know, friend of the podcast, you know, Andrew Rinaldi's talked about it because he covers the Griffins and covers Chicago and stuff like that. And it's a whole thing down there. And, you know, me and everyone else who works at Field Pass, you know, we all cover AHL or ECHL. So it's like, yeah, you do see the two sides of the minor league teams. You, know, you do need to win because you also got to pay the bills, You got to pay, you know, all the stuff and you know, you want to win. You want to get fans on the barn, stuff like that. So, yeah, there, there is that two-sided of you want to develop guys, but you also want to win too. And I think there is a, a healthy mix to make it work. So, I mean, it's – I mean, you look at the, the Blackhawks. They own Rockford because they just bottomed down. They own them for the next 30 years. There are certain teams who own their minor league teams and stuff like that or they're you know so close that it, it makes sense. So I think it's just there is that, okay, you do want to win, which makes sense, and then you also got to do what the, the parent club does ask you because they are developing their guys. They need them to get ready. So, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting situation. And, Cat, like, going back to what you said about they have a pattern of this, so Jacob Stoller on Twitter at uh, JL Stoller actually, he said this is a good scoop by Tony. Sure, um, he said one thing to note: any NHL team affiliated with an AHL team operating this way, ignoring the developmental priorities of the parent club, would be pissed. Rightfully so, um, he said Vancouver. He said that the Vancouver Canucks had a similar problems with Chicago. So like you said, Cash, this isn't the first time Chicago's had an issue with the NHL teams. And the NHL team also had an issue with them. And it seems like it's – a. if you look at the Wolves' history, they've had a lot of teams make them their affiliate. And it's always one or two years, maybe three, then they move on and stuff like that. And, of course, everyone knows you know, the Checkers and the Hurricanes, they went through their whole thing. And now, unfortunately – that ship is selling. and I don't think that's ever going to get fixed. So, unfortunately, we, and, did we, we lost Charlotte in the process. Yeah. But the way Chicago is going about it, I know the AHL isn't really too happy because of the fact that it's like, okay, you're kind of skewing the thirty-two thirty-two system that we have set up now, and anyone who's paid attention to teams who've gone independent in the AHL, it doesn't work out very well because and, you're not going to have Hansen, the best no. prospects.
2: And to note, so if you read talk about the article, so they're talking about how this last season Carolina probably had said something along the lines of um, like, don't worry about winning this year. And that the wolves were being felt like they were being like their hands tied and wanting to be competitive. Okay. But that wasn't just Carolina. Like you're coming off of winning the Calder cup. Did we not see so many last year after that, so many guys either they came up to the canes or they left to go other places. Like so many of their big, players went on other places because they were ready to move on they got looked at they got called places like a lot of their core team left so it's not that they were not being competitive because carolina said not to be competitive it's like you literally you had to re you had to restart like you had to get a whole new team kind of together and so obviously right. carolina is not going to be like oh we don't like we're we want to get these guys going and playing together like it's it, it happens anytime when you have a winning team. It's just like in the, it's just like in the NHL. Even when you have a winning team, and you're gonna lose guys because you can't afford them anymore, or they retire, or something. Like the team's not always gonna stay the exact same, except for Tampa Bay back to back. It's not always gonna stay the exact same. So like, it is a really big deal if you like stay the same way into the next year. But like, even as we're saying now with the Canes, like we have a really good solid group of guys. But also we talk about like hey we need to finish this because we're getting to the part where this group's going to be split up it was the year that the wolves were being split up because their success helped the guys that were on the team like it helped them move on so it wasn't about the wolves anymore it's about the players and what's best for the players and those players moved on so then you had to start again and then carolina's like okay well if that's the case like focus on the new guy like focus on getting new guys in here develop them all of that so it's it's very skewed the way that the Wolves are viewing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, obviously you want to win, but like, it's not. And, and with their split, they're like, we want to get back to that. But it's like, you're not going to have the same caliber of players now either, because now you have taken away the players that did all that work for you. They're not with you anymore because they're with the Canes. So I don't know what you want to get back to because it's not going to be the same.
1: Right. I mean, Podorowski was one of them. He's now with Coachella Valley. and He absolutely killed it with them. And at this point, he needs a cracker NHL roster. I don't know why. I don't know why no team is looking at this guy to actually make it right. He's won championships. He's scoring goals at a rapid rate. And like he was gone for most of the season, came back and was an instant impact in the playoffs for the Calder Cup. play For Coachella Valley, it is what it is. But then you look at, you know, Chatfield, really good down there with the Canes. You look at Steph Nason, Jack Drury. I mean, the, all Jarvis, those guys briefly. Jarvis for a little bit to Ponomarev. <laughs> I mean, and, then, and now for the fact that now you're going to lose out on guys like, oh, I don't know, Jaden Perron, Bradley Nadeau, stuff like that, because you're, now you're losing guys that you could, probably could have had, and you could have had Piotr if they were going to have him down there again just because of depending on how the team wants to go with their roster. So it's just, I don't know. It, it's a very interesting situation. I can see why, like, you look at people who are mad at the Hurricanes. Oh, well, they were, they were meddling too much. Like, they, you know, they are so worried about development. They're not caring if their AHL team is, you know, winning games again fans in the season. Like, how are they supposed to pay their bills? But at the same time, it's like, okay, yeah, but they also, they also understand what they're supposed to be doing is helping the parent club out with their prospects. So,
2: yeah, I feel like in summary, and I know Carolina, I know people have said um, we have had moments of this, but in common the hockey fashion, I think it was a clash of egos. Um, and I, I think it's a, it's a little bit of an ego thing for the Wolves. I think that's what their pattern has shown. Um, and so we're, you know, they're going to test it. They're going to see if they, their opinion was right this whole time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, very, very interesting. Best of luck to them. (laughs) Well, and another bit of affiliate news, which was very surprising, was not really expecting it, uh, I think it was like two or three days ago, the Norfolk Admirals are no longer the Hurricanes' ECHL affiliate. Now they are with the Winnipeg Jets, who the Jets didn't have an ECHL affiliate last year, now they got one. And now Carolina is stuck with no affiliates.
2: So A.B. and Zach, explain this because I'm not sure. So does the ECHL, does it feed into the AHL? Like like the same way the AHL feeds into Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, that makes sense. Where were they going to (laughs) go? They didn't have an AH AHL. If they stuck with us, they didn't have an AHL. So, I mean.
1: Yeah. The Wolves just
2: out here being like, I'm screwing you over. (laughs) I'm screwing you over. You don't get a car. You don't get a car.
1: I mean, like, AB, what were your thoughts when you first saw that drop? I don't know, because I know a lot of people were just like, wait, what? <laughs> what is happening?
0: No, I mean, if you if you look, it's like everything is falling like dominoes pretty much. And
1: our pets heads are falling off. <laughs> yeah.
0: But at the end of the day, I mean, this is a business. And, you know, I, you know, I feel sorry for Chicago and our ECHL affiliate, because they are losing out on a lot of money. You know, uh, a, a lot of these uh, fans, yeah, they go there to support the team, but they also want to see the next people that are coming up to their parent organization. Uh, so it's interesting. Um, I don't know if the our ECHL team... Saw the article and was like, "Okay, I'm not going to look any further. This sounds accurate. It's time to go somewhere else." Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's just it'll be interesting. I I don't think I've ever seen this kind of situation happen uh, with any NHL team not having two affiliates. So it'll be True. it'll be interesting. It's,
2: yeah, it's, it's also super interesting because I feel like as like the Kings as a team, do really well with our prospects. And all of our young player development, so it just feels so odd that we have like lacking these teams to help with that. And also, I just don't, I don't quite understand the abandoning ship on a, on a team that is so close to, you know, the Stanley Cup. Like, I, I just don't.
0: Yeah, don't like, get me started with that. Don't get me started <laughs> with that.
1: <laughs> well, uh, well, I know Ryan Hannkil's. No, let's over hear it.
2: it. Let's hear it, AB. I want to hear it. I Want to hear it.
0: No, it's like we said on uh, Zach, myself, Bailey, and a couple of great uh, hosts for the uh, Hockey Podcast Network. We talked about the Metro teams. I mean, our window is getting shorter. I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. Uh, We've been very fortunate to, you know, build this culture and build this fan base. And, you know, I think it's a lot from Rod Brendamore. Um, Mm -hmm. But... We're getting chances, 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 and chances, and we're and we're like right there, but we just have to take that one extra step. I mean, we're close, oh, yeah. and as a Hurricanes fan, is for all of you guys, anybody listening, Zach, Cat, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Um, if it wasn't but...
1: for Sergey Bobrovsky
0: going God mode, <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget when uh, the first. Easter conference final game. Oh, I remember. Oh uh, gosh. So I was I was there. And
2: are you talking are you talking about the game that lasts what? a thousand years? Till
0: two, yeah, till two in the morning. So the funny thing was was in overtime everybody had thought that the Panthers had scored, and most people had left the arena. Well, I stayed in my seat because I knew that it wasn't gonna be a good goal. But some people left the arena and they called it no goal, when you leave the arena, you can't come back in. So, yeah, I remember uh, sitting there and I was like, okay, you know, one overtime, then there's there's two, and then there's three. And then by the time it was like the fourth overtime, like I was leaning up against my friend, just getting ready to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> like I was just so, I was so tired. But yeah, yeah. Bobrovsky played phenomenal and, you know, uh, we're right there. We're right there and you know I think we can do it this year.
1: Yeah. I, no, and, I think so too. It's, it's at the
2: point where like it can be it can be the missing maybe some missing talent, but it also at some at some point it just feels like the puck just didn't bounce our way some of these games. Like also, <laughs> like, imagine, just, also
1: imagine if we had Svetch in that lineup. But like it what should. and
2: like what are the odds that of, of our top pairing of burn stick getting stuck in slaving skates. Like how often does that happen? It's just like little moments like that where you're like,
1: it's, it's the hockey. Gu- it. It's the hockey gods going. Not right now.
0: It was, Not it was right that it, it was just so mistimed, especially the game four. once oh. that happened, I was just ready to throw my remote at the TV because it's like, I remember Rod said something. He was like, we didn't get swept because it was so close, but everybody coming back to the tweet was like, well, you kind of, They'd get swept. But I understand uh where he's coming from. I mean, those games could have gone any team's way. And yeah,
1: it was it was probably the closest sweet. Su- it was like the closest sweep we could ever think of, where it's like it's a sweep, but it's also mm-hmm. not a sweep. Mm-hmm. Just because it was all one goal games, multiple overtimes. And who would have thought the Panthers would win one nothing on a goal that was like three seconds left before you go to overtime? And you're like, no, right. I,
0: I that's why I love that we added physicality, too, because I remember when uh, Slavin got hit in game four. Oh, I mean, I, at uh, first I, uh, yeah. Sam Bennett, Sam Bennett. Yeah. I, was gonna say, I was like, I know what <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really see anybody stand up for him. That's just that's just what I, that's just what I saw.
2: I did. I did. I was, I'm about to go sign up for PTO so I can be <laughs> on the team and go hit a Florida Panther. I swear.
0: <laughs> but that's why you sign like Brendan Lemieux, Michael Bunting. Cause I mean, that's what we've kind of been missing. And, you we, know, uh, I think physicality could have really helped us in that series and it can really help us this year. Well,
1: what, what, Unfortunate, what
2: Unfortunately, also, uh, Tony would have stood up in that situation. You know, Brendan Lemieux
0: probably would
1: have bit somebody. <laughs> I mean, he, he would I mean, have gone
2: after Chuck E. Cheese.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, hey, he's already got one. He's already got one. Could Chuck? Why go for two? I mean, hey, one is biting, two is eating. According, uh, according to Steve, <laughs> Jan, that's <laughs> what I mean. that's great. I um, don't. It's awesome. just. uh It's just. I I really wish someone told PK to shut his face because the fact that he the way he tweeted about it was just mm. absolutely necessary. Uh, what did the tweet? What did the tweet say? I can't oh, remember like this is playoff hockey choo-choo and some crap like that. Just basically it's like, oh, it's going to oh. bring the hit. And it's like, come on, man. But I don't know. It's just and like what Mike and Shane said on Kane's cast, like the Hurricanes added some PMV. And honestly, I can't I can't fault the Canes because we haven't really had that in a while. And now it's like you add that for a presence like Michael Bunting because, you know, outside of and you really didn't get that. So now you add a guy who's prone to doing it 20 plus goals the last two seasons. Add Brandon Lemieux. You get some little bite to him. I mean, of course we don't know what's we all literally. What's that? literally.
0: Yeah, I mean, literally. That,
1: that pun was not intended, but we'll go with it. <laughs> um chomping at the bit for these puns, let me tell you. There's another one. <laughs> There's another one. I, it's just uh it's Ugh. very, it's it's very interesting. It,
0: I'm tired of waiting. I just want it to start as soon See, as possible.
1: Like I was I was going into freshman year of high school when the Hurricanes won the first one. we were I was actually at that game from when they won the cup, and I'm like, man, it's been i <laughs> I'm 32 now. Like yeah, 30, i was,
0: I was five when that happened. Oh my god. So I don't remember, so I don't remember <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> I can tell you i can tell you this much. We stood outside of intermissions, we stood the entire game. Like that that's it. Like everyone, everyone sat down for intermission to take a break, and then you stood for twenty minutes plus all the stoppages. Oh my that, gosh! That, that's how and that's how boisterous yeah. it was. I, like my ears rung for like two days after that. That's how loud <laughs> that part was.
0: It's the same thing with the playoff games too. I mean, oh, I dude, remember coming insane. back from the Devils game in Game Five. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Neil. Um, but <laughs> I remember. I mean, it got so loud, and I remember going home, and it and it felt like I had a migraine. Like, it was that loud. And I and I have a feature on my watch where it's like a decibels, and mm-hmm. it would get up to like 120-something.
2: Oh, yeah. yep. And it's like,
0: unsafe environment, and then I'm just like, okay. But I'm so ready for it to be back. I, I just, yeah. I, I'm ready. I'm yeah, ready.
2: Same,
1: yeah, same here. Um. So yeah, I think, I, going back to the Nor- Norfolk, I think Ryan Henkel did say somewhere on Twitter that there's a they, they're talking about a possible extension, so I'm guessing it's a one, it's like maybe a one year deal where it's like, hey, you know, we're gonna figure it out. Maybe Norfolk will come back. Who really knows? I've heard some people say, well, it'd be great if Norfolk went back to the AHL and then we can add another ECHL team or the Hurricanes create one. And it's like, who knows? So it'll be very interesting, but uh, also, so got a quick circle back to uh, Connicker and Perlini. Uh, Cap Friendly actually did say that they're both already under contract with with the Chicago Wolves for the upcoming season.
0: Oh boy.
1: As a result, they will not so they they're basing that part of their PTO page on on Cap Friendly because they already have contracts with Chicago. So it's like cool. So they're with the Wolves. They got nowhere also, to go. But they also got repeat but they also got PTO deals with us. It's like nice. That you you love to see it, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is what we'll it see is. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Um. So before we go into next segment, we gotta talk about one of our sponsors. It's our full network sponsor, which is pretty amazing. If you don't know who it is, it is DraftKings. Uh. So college football fans, are you ready for Week One? DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up with the can't miss offer to start the season strong this week. New customers can bet just five dollars on college football and score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly. Anything can happen in college football. Your team could go from unranked to dynasty mode in just a couple of years. Change change comes fast. The only thing that's a look, the only thing that's a lock is the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Life's more fun when you're on, you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on college football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8HOPENY or text HOPENY uh, to 467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling, Call 888 789 or visit ccpg.org. Please pay responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See slash uh, football for eligibility, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. So make sure if you're looking to bet on college football to go check out DraftKings. Remember, code THPN. Um, I'm excited for the fact that NC State's back. Yes. Yes. they're, They're playing Connecticut. Yep. So... Very interesting. I think they're going with the white. I think it's like white helmets, white jerseys, red pants. So that's we be... are a
2: hockey podcast, boys. Stop well, it. So, well, you got to make
0: room for the uh, North Carolina, the NC State, the neighbor. Oh. Or you could yeah. say, or you could say, the Canes are the neighbor of NC State. I mean, either or, <laughs> either or works. Hey, hey, football, I'm football, huge football. fans of both of them, but I will say, I think Carter Finley was there first, weren't they? I think so.
1: Yes. Yeah. I, I believe. But I'm exci- so. I'm
0: excited, but yeah, yeah back into <laughs> hockey. <laughs> there you
2: go, throw them up. <laughs> um, so I don't even have a dog in this fight. I would just rather talk about hockey.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> had a minute, well, because you know DraftKings is doing college football, so yeah, you know, we got we got. The I lines. know, I
2: know, I know, I know, I know. Oh. If
1: you were a
0: you if you were a UConn fan, it turned into a football podcast really quick.
1: Yeah, <laughs> which we won't do just to save everyone the trouble because then there's a lot of UNC fans. So um, no. also, also um,
2: there might be some Duke fans too.
1: You know, who, who wants to go for it's Duke? No one, no one wants to do that. Um, <laughs> and there
2: goes some listeners down the count. That's <laughs> all right.
1: Um, so our hearts do go out to the UNC Chapel Hill um, family and stuff like that. It's a it's crazy just yeah. first day back and everything that happened so everyone's in our thoughts and prayers and hopefully everyone you know everyone's safe and hopefully they can we get do, back to classes yeah. and stuff like that so it's just it's, do it's, applaud it's that they
2: they they did tackle the situation it looked very they had a pretty good communication and they're pretty prompt um mm-hmm. with their response to it uh unfortunate that is that the case that they have such a trained response to it but, yes, um, glad to hear that, um, you know, everything got sorted out, and we'll pray for the families of those affected and for all the students. That's a terrible way to start the year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah,
0: absolutely. And we, yeah. one yeah. person lost their life in yeah. there, too.
1: Yeah, I think it was a teacher, actually, too. Or, yeah, uh, right, sir, yeah.
0: Uh, just a very tragic situation, and, um, yeah. you know, it's not the way school uh, wants to start, and... I know some people that go there and I know that they were scared and it's unfortunate, uh, as to what happened, but yeah, like both of y'all said, our thoughts and prayers go out to the families, um, Mm -hmm. that were affected and I'm just happy that they caught the guy and they have him, uh, in custody, but yeah, just thoughts and prayers to them. And, uh, no matter NC state fans or any college team fans, I mean, we're still thinking about,
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so um, so I found this really interesting. So the elite prospects in their um, one of their uh, things, I guess they also do as well as EP rankside. Uh, rank so they dive into a lot of like analysis of the NHL, the draft prospects, and everything else. So they actually had a thing to just released. It's um, they're looking at skill grades of the top 100 NHL affiliated skaters. Uh, for 2023 and the way they do the scale is a one through nine scale with nine being an elite NHL caliber player and funny enough so the graphics that they actually put out from um elite prospects and also Rinkside was 7.5 or higher and the really cool part is the fact that you got some hurricanes on this list so we're gonna so the best so we're gonna try to go by just giving an overall perspective of context and stuff like that with some other players. So for best skaters, obviously you know the top one is it's Oliver Moore of the Blackhawks at eight point five, um, and they got some you know they got Jets players. They got a, actually got a couple Avalanche players too. I think John Luke Foodie is one of those guys at seven point five.
2: Best shooter, best shooter. No one's surprised. Connor Bedard yeah. is up top with an eight, yep. with a nine. Sorry, yeah, nine. Connor
1: Bedard, yeah, Connor Bedard with a nine. Adam Fantilli is a seven point five, and this this guy, some people will know from the draft. Uh, Hurricanes first round pick, uh, Bradley uh, Bradley Nadeau is actually a seven point five. He's with Adam Fantilli, so it goes to mm-hmm. show that the Hurricanes have a really good shooter for the fact he's already in the top three because they have seventeen skaters ranked at seven or below. So you got a Kings player in the top three for best shooter. With guys like Fantillian Bedard. That's some pretty good company to be in. In fact, you're a top one hundred yeah. skater already. And nice. where and you're at.
2: Speaking of being in the top three again, the best puck handlers. We've also got a guy mm-hmm. in the uh, uh, once again, Connor Bedard, number one with that nine. Uh, but then yeah. coming in at that 7.5. We've got Jaden Perron.
1: Yep, J Perron. Yep, along with Will Smith of the Sharks. And then I am not gonna pronounce this guy's last. Based on what's going to do with Simeon Durr, I'm not gonna try to pronounce his <laughs> last name. It is it is it's very Russian from what it looks like. So I'm I'm not gonna butcher this too bad, By I me, mean-
2: uh, Ar- Yeah, Argutinsev.
1: Yeah, we'll go with that. But I mean, A B, like what are your thoughts? AB <laughs> I was
2: laughing on? more at the Will Smith. I'm sorry. Oh <laughs> yeah, Keep like, yeah. my wife's yeah, name same.
1: out of yeah. your <laughs> mouth. Well the, the fact that too is there's actually like, like a few baseball players in the MLB all named Will yeah, Smith. Yeah, Will right? Smith.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah.
1: It's like that one point they had a pitcher and a hitter both named Will Smith. So like Will Smith is pitching to Will Smith. And it's just it's wild just how how many of these Will Smiths you get. But I mean AB looking at best shooter and best puck handler so far like what are your thoughts on seeing Bradley Nadeau and Jaden Perron sit up there in the top like 3 on both of these categories.
0: You know, I haven't really uh don't really know a lot about Jaden Perron. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be honest, but uh with oh, Bradley with uh Bradley Nadeau, uh I remember watching the draft and, you know, seeing him and he's a he's a goal scorer. Mm-hmm. And for him to be up there with uh, Adam Fatili and Connor Bedard, I mean, that says something, especially yeah. a late round, first round pick. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, I mean, hundred. Uh, he he scored 100 points in the BCHL last year, along with his brother and the fact who's who's also with us in the prospect camp is one. they're pro- hey, probably going to go down to South the, Florida.
2: And we said it before, the Kings have a really good eye. So it doesn't matter really where we draft. We really make, we take advantage of it. Like, yeah. We will get the great players no matter where we fall in the draft.
0: I'm excited. To, I'm excited to say, is he going to be uh, in the preseason, Nadell? I, uh,
1: I I'm i not sure about preseason, but I wouldn't be surprised if him and his brother are both going to be down there in Florida for the, um oh, is it the Sunrise Southeast Rookie Showcase? Yeah. The, the, the Southeast Rookie Showcase. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if both of those guys, along with Jaden are probably going to be down there. For those yeah. four days or something like that preseason, I'm mean, um, may, uh, maybe just because of the fact of that split squad, I wouldn't be surprised. Just mm-hmm.
0: I mean, the, I don't really know too too much about uh uh Jaden, but mm-hmm. there is one guy that I know a lot about, and I'll let you get into uh this part on the oh. other side.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. So, and then real quick, um, going back to there's 20 skaters at 7.0 for puck handlers and then best passers. Obviously, Connor Bernard at eight, but he's also with Zach Benson of the Sabres. And then you have a bunch of guys at 7.5. With Marco Rossi and Logan Cooley um, being two of those guys, the, I would say those are two guys to really keep an eye on. If you're interested in seeing what other prospects are like or just outside of the Hurricanes, definitely keep an eye on those two guys because Marco Rossi is supposed to be really good from what I hear just by looking at some of his tape mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Logan Cooley too. There, there's a lot of talks of Logan Cooley doing something for the Calder mm-hmm. this year. But going back to what you said, A.B., so the other one, this one I, I'm really excited about. So they're talking about most physical players, and there is four guys at the 8.0 range. Um, one of them is Tyler uh, Boucher of the Ottawa Senators, and then you got Liam Bischel of the Stars. And if does does, he, he is first on this list, but it's the next guy right below him that we're all excited for. Alexander Nikisha of the Carolina Hurricanes is second at an 8.0 on physical. I mean, they're not already even, no, eight.
2: not even second. I think his name's just listed second. He's tied for first with that eight, <laughs> that eight ranking. With yeah
1: yeah, 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 they're they're yeah, they're going by alphabetical order for the last name because mm-hmm. the fact that it's Adam and Alexander, because mm-hmm. <laughs> why not? But, I mean, mm-hmm. KHL's already started, and we've all seen the tape already of him just hitting. One timers mm. and just absolutely just laying it up for uh, Moscow up there in the KHL. I mean, AB. <laughs> are you? Are we really surprised that Alexander is sitting here at an eight point? Uh, no, I, this, mean, you know, I mean, whenever I
0: whenever I watch this guy play, I like drool of how good, <laughs> of how good this guy. I mean, I this him. guy, <laughs> this guy is phenomenal. He is like, young too.
1: How young any, he is is absolutely. Any
2: day super. you need a reminder. As you're like, man, why did the canes not sacrifice all for this moment? Yeah. Like for this one player for this length amount of time. Just go and watch this kid play and be like, oh because everyone is probably asking for him. And no, and he's
0: playing he's off. playing on the best team in the KHL at such yeah. a young age.
1: And, and uh, uh, how elite, how he elite he is too. I mean, poor Matt Soma when he was running Kane's prospects. You know, <laughs> hey, uh, hey Matt, when is this guy coming over? Twenty twenty five. Stop asking me <laughs> these questions.
0: Uh, I mean, once he comes over, I think he's going to make a huge jump, and
1: oh, oh
0: hopefully, goodness. he stays with us uh, because this is a guy like Jacob Slavin who is going to be on your top
1: line. It's oh. Jacob
2: Slavin with some damn bite to
1: it. Because, <laughs> I mean, you got Brent Burns for a couple more years, so you're talking 23-24, 24-25, and you're talking about Nikitian coming over in 25 for the 25-26 season. Let's say Burns still stays around, I and mean, they drop him one spot lower. But then you have Slavin and to get on the top line. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I
0: don't know if you would put two lefties on the top line
1: though. That's uh, also But true. I mean
0: with how good is i mean i mean mean, just looking at his high just looking at his highlights of him defensively offensively i mean he's the total package
1: even then you put him as a second second pair left d behind slavin that's still that's that's still it's still a deadly combo yeah i mean
0: he's he's going to be on your first power play unit he's going to be on your first overtime line i mean he's going to be probably first line on four on four everything pk
1: yeah (laughs) do it, it, it all I'm excited for this, dude. I'm just so ready. Pay him birthday.
2: all the Monopoly's money.
0: So we're waiting yeah. for the season to start, and then we have to wait two more years for
1: Nakishan to come over. I mean, hey, you know what? Um, it's great to look forward to, though. It's really something yeah. to look forward to. I mean, you know, it's a vir- it's you know it's a virtue for those who wait. Just it's it's the patience. It's just. You, you you reap what you sow in terms of your patience to wait for this guy to come over. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just going through the other list of prospects real quick at 7.5, there's a lot of 7.5 guys here. I mean, you got David Jarek from Columbus, Marco Casper of the Red Wings. I mean, the let's credit where credit's do The Red Wings have a lot of good prospects. Those guys, like I think the odds for DraftKings was like 2,500 or something like that for them to do anything in the Atlantic. I'm like, they're going to finish top five and good push for a wild card. Like Detroit's going to be very interesting, and then they got uh I mean, Maddie, The yotes
2: got the yotes got some good ones
1: too. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, uh, they're in
0: the they're in the
1: yeah the trenches in the, right now. Yeah, essentially, yeah, because you got Dimitri Simir, uh Simashev and Maverick Lemore, Lemoreau. That's a Maverick without the K. Very interesting. Um, then of course, you know, the Habs, they got David uh, Reinbacher, which I feel bad for that kid. He got absolutely torched by the fan base. It's like, not his fault, he got drafted there. Yeah, that was was rough for him. Um, yeah, and then most physical continued, they had more guys on there. You know, at this
2: point, at at this point, what's worse being drafted to like someone like the Coyotes or the Habs?
1: Probably the Habs, just because of the market. Yeah. Um, At yeah. least
2: the Coyotes are nice to
1: you. <laughs> uh, and, and, unless they uh, train you. No the, rest, no,
2: the rest of the league gives you shit. But, like, the, the Yotes are, like, in general, the team, like, they're nice. And, like, their fan base, pretty nice. Yeah. Habs yeah. lets you have it.
1: Yeah. Um, and then, so, Dill McKinnon for the Nashville. And then John Beecher of Boston. This name is very interesting. The Detroit Red Wings again Bradley or Brady Cleveland. If you could get anything interesting for a name of the fact that you got Tom Brady's last name and you got a city like Cleveland, it's more power to you. And then their highest hockey sense, which is very interesting for the fact that they had to put the number 9 down twice. And outside of the fact that everyone else who was in that same number range were just all under one number, they had to list it twice. So they have Connor Berdard at a nine, but then they got Matt V. Mishkov also at a nine, but they had to put that number twice. So he's saying that like Connor Bernard's in a league of his own as a nine yeah, compared like- to all the other nines for hockey, highest hockey sets? Like, okay. Um, Zach Benson for Buffalo, and then they drop down to a 7.5 where you get Will Smith, Marco Rossi, Leo Carlson on the Ducks. Um, which is interesting for the fact that you finally see Leo Carlson is down to the highest hockey, highest hockey sense, but he's like nowhere else in terms of rankings. But then you got like no hurricanes there. But yeah, what can you do? It is what it is. It's fine.
2: It's fine. Brenda Moore can teach hockey sense. That's all right.
1: Yeah, yeah, because why not? Why not? Um, so yeah, that's kind of what you're looking at in terms of overall prospect rankings. You know, we're all excited for Nadu, Peron, <laughs> Nikitch. <laughs> I'm very interested to see how all those guys pan out. Of course, like I said, we got the rookie showcase coming up soon, like two weeks from now, and stuff like that. So I don't know. It'll be very interesting once you see these guys play where wherever they do play. Cause I think from what I heard we're kind of Loan deals possibly going out. I think the Hurricanes are also looking at probably split affiliations, like we did with Nashville when we had Milwaukee during the uh, what was it the 2020 season, something like that.
2: Apparently, apparently, we're supposed to have it figured out by next season. Though they seem confident that they had a game plan for next season. I think it just all happened at a point where we weren't prepared to with a game plan, and so they'll they'll get yeah. it figured out next season.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I can see them either getting their own AHL team, and then or they're gonna figure something else. I mean, maybe like if you had a guess, do you think the Hurricanes are gonna get their own AHL team, or you think we're gonna look at possible split affiliations for a couple of years? Like, I mean,
0: with how deep we are right now, I think we can create one, Um, or (laughs) just merge, or just merge uh, with one. Because yeah, you're not if you're Don Waddell, you're not gonna put some of your high prospects to other teams or you know, overseas. it just, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, I think every team needs to have an AHL affiliate and. Yeah. yeah
2: I think to go with the, the team to team, I think we'll probably have our own. So yeah. if
0: we were to make one, would we call it like the, or the hurt? So we're the hurricanes would it be like the tornadoes? Would it be <laughs> the rain? I mean, that's, that'll be interesting. It'd probably be something totally different, but
1: probably. The drizzles. I Oh gosh, it's the tro- the, tro- the, trop- the tropics just because of a tropical. Oh yeah, the tropics. <laughs> the depressions. <laughs> oh gosh, that
2: would
0: be
1: terrible. I'm, I'm I could or, I'm, imagine. I'm I'm already depressed just thinking about it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would,
2: maybe I, that's what maybe that's what the wolves will change their name to, depending on how the season goes for them.
1: Oof. Ow. I mean. I don't know because I know Colin, like tongue in cheek, said the Raleigh ice caps, which it's unfortunately never going to happen because I know they own the trademark. Yeah. But I mean, it, I wouldn't be upset if they had it if they had their affiliate be in North Carolina because we 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 did Raleigh we did.
2: ice Raleigh ice canes.
1: <laughs> I think a great place illegal. to put it would be in Greensboro. Yeah, Greensboro or Charlotte's
0: I'm, already taken.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so Wilmington, Wilmington wouldn't be a bad option either, too. So I mean.
0: Yeah, that would be interesting. That would be yeah. really interesting.
1: I would say Fayetteville, but they do have the marksmen down there for the um, southern SPHL. I think so
0: Greensboro that, makes the most sense because you already have the Greensboro Coliseum.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's you, already you, there. Yeah. Because aren't the Thunderbirds out there for the whatever?
0: I think so. I think
1: so. I mean, either way. I mean, why not? Asheville. Asheville wouldn't be a bad option if you
2: up in the mountains.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I just couldn't see that happen. I just couldn't see no. that happening. Nah. No. I'm, I'm, no.
2: I'm gonna tell you right now when people think that there was not a hockey market here, which there is, oh, um, yeah. I don't see the people around Asheville and I might get some plaque for this, but I don't see the people around Asheville do knowing hockey. I mean they probably pick up on it, but like I don't feel like that's the number I, one. I I, I I will I will there.
1: tell you though, don't say that around people from Boone because the Appalachian State just going into their 30th season. Which big I shout- didn't
2: say Boone. <laughs> I said <I'm>,
1: I, <laughs> I know. I'm just saying I'm just saying don't say that around people in Boone because they will they will say something. But big shout out to Appalachian State because we actually some friends of the podcast actually are their new is the new coaching staff over there, Matt Mungo. Kyle Muse and Evan Bradley are actually the new bench bosses over there. I know Matt's the head coach and they got Evan and um, Kyle as part of the assistant coaches group, which they're actually, they're, the reason why they're friends of the podcast, is because they're actually part of our OG sponsors, which is Primo X hockey. Cause you know, we got to talk about our amazing sponsors over there with Primo. If I can actually get the graphic up the right thing, I need to get up here. Um, so if you go to primalxhockey.com and use Coach Surgecast, you actually get 20% off your order. They're talking laces, skate, uh, skate protectors, indoor and outdoor pucks, helmets, anything you need. They got it there. You're, even yes. for merchandise. I mean, yeah, you got flags, you got koozies, hoodies, T-shirts, hats, whatever you think of. They got it there. They even just got like, they have their main warehouse, which is at 1411 Diggs Drive. Um, which is right in Raleigh it's like 10 minutes from the arena so if you want to go in person because they actually have a little store connected to the warehouse go check it out browse what they got you know they also got roller in the they got rollerblade wheels out there too if you're looking to do some outdoor rollerblading or outdoor hockey because why not and they actually just dropped their new store hours so if mm-hmm. you if you're, you're wanted to go there and check them out in person so Monday through Friday they are 10 a.m to 5 p.m Saturdays is 10 a.m to 3 p.m but just like Chick Fil A, they are closed on Sundays. So, <laughs> if you want to want to go out there, don't do it on Sundays. Just like how you forget that Chick Fil A is never open on Sundays. So that's sure you when you want
0: out. to go the most. Exactly but when you want to go the most.
1: Exactly. We
2: do it always, but we do appreciate we do appreciate um, the reason they have new hours is because they have talked about they've had such great support from everyone and they've been able to grow and so they've been able to expand their hours. So we're happy um if you continue to go to them of course use our code for 20 percent off um mm-hmm. but there's su- you supporting them we appreciate that as we love to support them of course
1: yeah and of course it helps supports us too because it shows them that you listen to us and you heard us give our amazing like i said code of search cast for 20 percent because who doesn't want a sebastian aho deal um and another cool thing they do is they actually do skate sharpening at the warehouse for five dollars so you know a lot of travel teams are coming up soon, even if you're playing beer league, because you got you got to have some good skates if you want to score some goals and win some trophies. So make sure to go check out their skate sharpening. Um, if you can get to the warehouse, they do online shipping, and it's free across the United States. So make sure to check out on that deal as well. But like I said, big shout-out to Primox Hockey. Go to primuxhockey.com use the code, get 20% off, because who doesn't want to deal with our amazing sponsors who have been with us now for officially – 89 episodes get ever so much closer to 100. They've been with us since day one before we even had a first episode. So big shout out to Primal X hockey. But I think this will wrap up the episode a little over an hour. We knew it wasn't going to be a long episode, but thankfully, thankfully the Canes were like, you know what? We got you guys. We're going to drop some news for you. Nothing too crazy, but you know, got some PTO deals. We want to talk about a little bit of drama and why not talk about some prospects? Cause who's like talking about our prospects? But Ab, we appreciate you coming on tonight, man. This was a lot of fun. Night.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, it was I, a lot of fun. Yeah, first of many collapse throughout the season. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Got gotta got get the first one out of the way in the, before preseason and all the train camp starts. So you, know, you we got to get
0: you on our we got to get you on our show next. Mm-hmm.
1: I I think we kind of have to get that done. So I yeah, mean, like I said, first of many collapse all season because why not? Why not? Mm-hmm. So before we let you go you know plug where they can find you your co-host the podcast all the good stuff the floor is yours brother
0: so if you want to keep up with us on any of the social media platforms uh instagram x facebook you can follow us at caniac sessions uh on the podcast same thing caniac sessions if you want to follow me personally it's a b caniac session because they wouldn't let me add the s of the end because there's too many characters um <laughs> And if you go, even if you go to our um, page on X, you can see our uh, handles and you can follow us. But uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Make sure, like I said, make sure you go check these guys out. They're really good. I especially like when you guys did your, um, the roster, like examining the roster series. That was really fun. I like how you guys did that. Talked about last year predictions for this year. Possibly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you haven't checked it out, make sure to go do so because hey, just do a quick binge. It's five episodes. Get it out of the way. You're good to go. You're caught up within five shows. Well, don't anymore. get it out of the way, but you know, listen closely. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Not get it out of the way in terms of like I'll get it over with, but you know, make sure you caught. You gotta catch
2: up. Catch what up. Right? He means catch up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> My bad, AB. So, (laughs) you know what I meant. You know, oh, I I know, I know, I know. All right, so, um, Kat, where can people find you and the podcast on the socials?
2: Oh, yeah, because I'm Bailey tonight. Um, yeah, if you want to find us, obviously, the search cast, we are the search cast on all pretty much all social platforms on Twitter, X, Instagram, YouTube. It's the search cast. Um, pretty easy to remember. Uh, give us a follow. Um, and then, of course, uh, on YouTube, hit that subscribe, like button. All of those things.
1: And the bell. Don't forget yeah, the bell. Yeah, the bell. The bell.
2: <laughs> the bell. Yeah, you know, the normal YouTube sign-off. Do all the things. Um, <laughs> yes. And then Bailey should be updating those soon. Um, <laughs> and then to fo- follow me um, on TikTok, it's Hunter 74 And then, of course, on Twitter X, Actually, it's better to call it Twitter X. It sounds, it rolls a little bit better. Um, on Twitter X, it's Kaniac uh, Chick, of course. Uh, and I can't wait to get on there as the season gets closer. And um, I'll be, you know, interacting a little bit more. Honestly, the off season has just been a little dead on my part. But yeah, well, can't wait for the season to start up.
1: Oh, we can actually talk about games instead of just speculating rosters and all that good stuff. We can actually talk about games. Mm-hmm. and all that good stuff um so real quick before i go over where you can find me please make sure to check out our amazing network at thpn if you go to the hockeypodcastnetwork.com, you can check out the blog we even got a store make sure to check all that good stuff out and you can find all podcasts that we have i know we're over a hundred now because i think we just possibly got a couple more coming on but if you're looking to just check out other teams around the league Pretty much every team's got at least one or two, maybe three or four podcasts covering them. Make sure to check them out. We even got original content podcasts too. Terry Ryan from Shoresy's got a podcast, which is really good. I think he actually talked to Michaels um on this latest episode. So make sure to go check that out if you haven't heard that one yet. And they shows all over the place. Um I know we're gonna do a lot of live streams this year as well. Cause I know a lot we were on the preview for the Metro. They they did every division. So make sure to go check all their stuff out on YouTube. Yeah. Make sure to check out the hockey podcast network.com. Um, like I said, amazing group over there. We're all glad to be part of the network. So go show the network some Yeah, love I mean, even,
2: our- even if you, you know, every now and then you're like, hmm, what could the New Jersey Devils be up to? You can listen to a oh, podcast of them.
1: Why did you have to go after the deli? I don't want Neil in my comments. I, I promoted
2: it. <laughs> I promoted it's too late. It's too late. If, if uh, you feel late. like it, if you have this itch to be like, uh, hmm, I want to know what the devils are going on. There I, are some I, podcasts I, about them, and we uh, might be on there from time to time as well. Know. To uh, well,
1: know well, Neil, well, Neil might invite me on. I don't know about you, but. <laughs> 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 I, I do it,
2: just. I do it just for Neil, just for him.
1: <laughs> just for Neil. He's going to be my DMs in a couple days going, well, wow, how about that? It's like, hey, don't look at me, man. That's just cat. <laughs> all right. He but, already
2: knows. I gave him a hard time when we did the big super show thing the other, the other No, time, you so. don't
1: say. Yeah, if anyone hasn't seen it yet, go check out YouTube and just see all, that whole rant. That was, you want to talk about coming in hot. Neil definitely did that. No,
2: I got him back. I came back later when it was his turn and
1: of course. got him back. All right, so uh, to follow me real quick, uh, it's one true Zach on Twitter. That's only true Zach. It's actually spelled out, it's not the number one itself. Instagram, Zach 22. A lot of the hobby stuff. There is also hockey is there as well, lacrosse, all that good stuff. Um, if you want to check out my writing, I do cover the Greenville Swamp Rabbits for um, field pass hockey. So make sure you go to field, fieldpasshockey.com, or if you want to check me out on Twitter, it's FPH Swamp Rabbits on that side of things. But that will wrap up of the episode. I know next week we had a very special guest coming on for episode 11. I'm so excited for us to announce that later this week. and We might even get you guys to ask some questions to our special guest as well. But until then, for next week for episode 11, I'm Zach. We
2: were very excited to have AB on tonight as well. But we do have a fun. <laughs> we were very. This was also a fun guest to have on. We're just, you
1: know. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Kat. <laughs>
2: I'm just making sure A.B. knows. I'm making sure he knows. But for now, (laughs) what were you saying, Zach?
1: I'm Zach. I'm Kat. With our special guest, A.B. from K.I. Sessions. We'll see you here next time.